I am Georgia Martel and you're listening to the Oh Shit Twins podcast, a podcast created to directly talk to the parents of multiples. So Amy, I just want to start with your first thoughts of when you found out you was pregnant with twins the first time. The first time? Oh my God, right. So it was actually, we'd only recently got married, okay. but the reason why we got married was because I was pregnant before, mm-hmm. but we'd actually lost it. Okay. Like, we didn't find out until like 12 weeks gone. Yeah. So when we found out we were pregnant with twins the first time, mm-hmm. it was literally like, you couldn't get any better than that, basically. It was yeah. like it was meant to be kind of thing. So yeah, the, that, that first one, it, we just laughed. We laughed like the whole scan because we had an early one. We had like an eight week scan, one mm-hmm. of the private ones, just because I felt really like anxious about everything. So yeah, we went to the eight week scan, was told it was twins and we just literally like laughed the entire way home. And all our family like knew it was going to happen as well because Greg's a twin. Oh so my God. <laughs> yeah, he's got a twin sister, but... Mm-hmm. It's actually nothing to do with him. It's all, all done to me and my super, super relieved legs. Of course. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they were, they were all like, oh, we knew that was going to happen because he's a twin, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so it was just funny. Everyone just laughed down the phone when we told them because like, we're, the, we're the type of people that if it would happen to us, it would just be an absolute mess, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think that was, that was kind of like the vibe the first time round. Just like okay, yeah. so and how was your pregnancy overall with the, with the um, first sentence? It was pretty good. I didn't have really much sickness or anything. I was I felt nauseous, but that was about it. I wasn't actually physically sick once. I was obsessed with anything sugary. Mm-hmm. I do, and then yeah, I didn't have any issues up until the point where I went into labour with them. I didn't actually know I was in labour. It, it was thirty four weeks. Okay, and, well, you got to fit forward. That's great. That's an achievement. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I literally had some pain in my back, and I was like, oh, it just feels a bit funny. So we rang the hospital and told them. They told me to come straight in. And uh, yeah, and then they were like, oh, you're, by the way, you're in labor. So yeah, literally, it was like perfect pregnancy, really, apart from the normal aches and pains. Yeah. Until I went into labor for four weeks. You had a vaginal birth. I was desperate for a natural birth, desperate. But when they scanned me, they were both breech, so I had to have a C section. Mm -hmm. So I was absolutely devastated. But it went like really smoothly. Like I didn't, it it was an emergency, but not an emergency kind of thing, you know, when it's just like not scheduled, they get you in. But yeah, and it was just really, it was actually quite chill. (laughs) Because I think with twins, they, C section is quite a, that conversation starts pretty early. Yeah. So yeah. I know in my case, they, they said to me, you know, if the first baby's not in the right position, you're going to have to have a yeah, cesarean. Yeah, so, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So but, um, getting home with the babies, the first set of twins, two girls, that adjustment from going from a couple to a family of four, what was that like initially when, you first, when they first got home? Absolute mayhem. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I don't think you can prepare yourself for that that kind of chaos. We were in we were in hospital for about twelve days because they were prem. Yeah. Um. So when we got home, it was kind of like I don't know. Like no one tells you what to do, do they? Like when yeah. you get home, <laughs> it's like you're left on your own. So although we'd had like the nurses and stuff in the hospital, and they were on like four hourly feeds, so it was like perfect. As soon as we got home, it just all went 
to pot and we were just like what the hell do we do I remember just sitting there thinking what am I doing what am I doing I had a breast pump on one boob I had a baby trying to feed off the other boob and I was just like I'm I just don't know what to do so yeah it was a bit of an adjustment mum quite stay for a little while I think about a week or so but Mm -hmm. yeah it was just it was just mad mad that's all I can describe describe it as I think that whole I reckon until up, up until the day about four months old it was just like a haze <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, definitely. I can, I can definitely agree, agree with that. So, with like plans for your family, did you always want to have a big family, or you thought, oh, I want to have three, just have one more? Well, weirdly, before I met Greg, my husband, I didn't want didn't want any kids. Yeah. I was very like, I'm going to be a documentary filmmaker. I'm going to travel the world. I'm not going to have any kids. And then I met Greg and I was like, I just want babies. <laughs> they can do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm from, my mum's got four children. So as soon as I decided that I did want kids, it was like, I want four. It was just like a nice like number. Yeah, since I've had four, people have been like, do you want more? And while I was pregnant the second time, I was like, yeah, 100%, I'll go for, I'll go for like another one, just just see if we get another one. And then as soon as I had Etty and Rue, I was like, nah, four's enough, like, that, I'm done. <laughs> I've well, done it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this toddler stage, I can't, hand, I, I can't handle it. So that's when I saw your page, I was like, wow, you've got twin toddlers, and then you had twin babies. I can't even imagine... Yeah. The logistics, the emotions, the lack of sleep. Yeah. Because toddlers are so demanding. So now, okay, you're, I think I saw on your blog that your twins were at like three and a half. Yeah. And then and you had your, was you, pre- I think, pregnant with the second set? Yeah. Okay, so. You didn't plan it like that. <laughs> I was going to ask them. Yeah, because Greg, Greg was like due to go away for like six months. Mm-hmm. So. I was like, the girls are coming up to, how old were they at that point? They were coming up the three. They were like two and three quarters. And I was like, oh, do you know what? Maybe we should start trying beforehand because it took a while, like the very first time around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe we should start trying beforehand. So I don't want to have to wait for you to go away and then come back six months later and then start trying and it take like a year to two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start trying now. And I fell pregnant <laughs> the next month. Oh, wow. Well. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, this is going to happen. And then obviously then we found out it was twins again. How did like, that feel oh, when you found out you was having another set of twins? I literally, you know, like the only way is Essex when they all go, shut up. <laughs> That's actually what I said <laughs> to the like, sonographer. Because again, we went for an early scan and we actually took the girls with us because I thought oh, we were quite wow. experienced. Yeah, that would be nice. And I couldn't actually see the screen, but Greg could. And I was like looking at him. As soon as she rolled it over my belly, I just saw his face like change oh no <laughs> and he was looking at the screen and I thought oh my god there's something wrong there's something wrong because his face like he was just like gobsmacked and I was like please what what the hell's going on and then she was like um so we had like a little joke about it beforehand she's like oh you've got twins you probably have twins again we we're like oh so funny <laughs> um yeah and she's like I know we were joking but there is actually another two in there and yeah that's when I was like shut up oh my god <laughs> Um, the girls like just, just stood there like what the hell's going on we literally have no idea yeah, we're just like we just want to go play all right can we yeah. go now 
Yeah, but she like obviously like checked them both, and she was like, "Yeah, good, strong heartbeats." Blah, blah, blah. We were just laughing the whole time, laughing. Got out, we were laughing. I reckon we were actually laughing for about two weeks afterwards. Every time we thought about that moment, we were just like, "How is this actually happening?" <laughs> so, how do you even prepare for that? Like house-wise, car-wise, yeah, we had a new car. Well, did we get a new car when? No, mm, we got a new car as I was due with the girls, okay. like the older girls. So we had a seven-seater car already. So that really wasn't like we weren't really worried about that too much. And then, yeah, is I mean, with Greg obviously being in the military, yeah. we get like our housing. It's not like just given to us that like, we do obviously have to pay rent, but mm-hmm. we're like entitled to like different houses. Yeah. So once you have a certain amount of children you're entitled to a bigger house. house. So that immediately jumped us from a three-bedroom to a two-bedroom, a two-bedroom, four-bedroom house. So again, it's like kind of that safety net where we didn't Mm. really have to worry too much about it. Mm. But in regards of like all the stuff, I sold most of the stuff. I literally sold, I've got, I had a bugaboo donkey, a double. Yeah, yeah. And I sold it three months before I found out I was pregnant with Betty and Rue. And I yeah, was like, oh, devastated. Yeah, oh damn. I was like, what, like, we're going to go buy the same one back after I just had it and just sold yeah. it? I actually did. I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't the exact one. I got like the, the black version because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, want, I want a different version now because yeah. I've, got, I've got twins again. But yeah, I did actually go buy the exact same pram because I was like, that's the, that's the only one I want. I'm sorry. But yeah. You had it before, so you, might, you can't downgrade what you've had. Yeah, okay, exactly, exactly. So I was like, that's just, that's just typical of me to sell something that would have literally been the one thing that would save me hundreds of pounds. Yeah. Here's why it is. So now we've had pregnancy. You know, second set of twins are born. Mm-hmm. I really need to understand how you managed with toddler twins and baby twins. Oh, I think again, like, it really is. I reckon about the first four months that everything is just like a blur because you know when people say to you like when you have children your life starts going really fast. Yeah, yeah. I think the more children you have, the faster it speeds up. Wow. Because seriously, like the Etty and Rue are two and a half now. They're going to be three in September. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where on earth has that three years gone? Like it's gone so fast, and. Yeah, the girls actually, as they've gotten older, are a massive help. At the start, because they're only three and a half years old, it was kind of a bit worrying to leave them in the room yeah, yeah. <laughs> alone. Like, so I'd have to take the girls with me to go get like a nappy or to go grab like a packet of wipes or something. So yeah, that was hard. Greg was away a little bit as well. So most of the time it was like asking my mum to come and help. I was going to say, did you get any extra hands on deck? Yeah. Because I, I, can, I can imagine... Yeah, you know, because obviously the, the the sleepless nights, the the feeds every four four hours, and then you toddlers that wake up with high energy, they don't care how much okay. little sleep you've had. No, I think with, with the girls we're quite lucky because they they did at that point sleep all night, mm-hmm. so we were grateful for that because we weren't getting up to the babies and getting up to the toddlers yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I just, I just laugh like out of, I'm a bit like hysterical about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just feels mental. Because <laughs> one thing I've, I find that pe- 
until people are with me or go out with me with, with, with my girls, what they don't realize is how hyper vigilant and hyper aware you have to be just so on the ball all the time. You're always, like if you go to a park, you start, you're looking for one, then you're looking for the other and you're always go, 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 yeah. go, go. So that is the main thing as when I, when I, on your page, I think, how do you do that with, before? And it's not like, it's not, and it's not an age where, you know, that you've got an oldest one, middle, you've got yeah. one set that the same age and the second set the same age. Yeah. I'm literally constantly head counting. So I'm always going one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Obviously when they were younger, it was easy because I just, I just had to count yeah. the two. Yeah. The other two were always in their pram. Yeah. But now, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm dreading when like lockdown is over and we can go do stuff like over summer because you know everywhere just gets like absolutely packed with kids mm. and that's when you're literally like just on tenderhooks just waiting for something to happen or waiting to lose a child somewhere because mm-hmm. there's just so many other people you can't keep your eye on all four of them at once we found that quite difficult last year mm-hmm. because they were like just two and they just don't know like boundaries at that point yeah, do they so yeah, they no, run <laughs> they yeah. run through car parks they run into ditch ditches they're just yeah mental so and how did your how did they adjust they're just the girls just the girls <laughs> yeah. That's same, yeah. same with my have like the girls my girls yeah how did they adjust to having siblings and not being the girls the twins like oh there's another set now or did they do they even realize that their siblings are twins it was just my yeah i don't know because like like do your girls know that they're twins yet i don't know I don't think so. Like they they get to a point where they pinpoint it because other people tell them, well, yeah, you're twins. And they kind of like click in their head like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're twins. It's like like a bit of a weirdness. But they, um, I think at the time they were quite young. So it's just like, oh, these babies are here and that's how it is. At at one point they thought that everyone just had two babies at a time. Mm -hmm. Everyone because that's how they, they'd witnessed it but yeah it's quite funny as well because they're quite different personalities mm-hmm. so Mila's like really motherly and she's always like really really helped whereas Iris is kind of I don't know she likes her like own space sometimes and she's not always that open to helping <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't know they kind of just took it in their stride really I think it was just like they're here that's it. That's our life now. But and I suppose because they've always had to share yeah. me in the first place or share us in the first place and toys and things like that, they've kind of just taken that as we've got, we've got a share with another two people now. Brilliant. <laughs> and as what about your relationship? Because again, it's, we all know once you have children, it is difficult to find time. God, yeah. And then you went, you went from, like for me that's probably the biggest struggle going from a couple to a two so you've literally done you guys on your own twins and and then another set boom like that so how did you adjust with in your relationship and how did you find these big milestones the the first set so with Mila and Iris it was like a massive learning curve yeah um and then as soon as we found out we was having twins again I don't know, it's just like we work really well as a team, which I think we're quite lucky lucky with. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg takes over, like if he can tell that I'm just about to have a mental breakdown, he will just swoop in and take over. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does like his fair share around the house and stuff as well. So I think I'm quite lucky that he is 
is like a really good team player because otherwise I reckon I would have probably shaved my hair Britney style. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it, it definitely, it's made us a lot stronger, definitely. We've just gelled a lot better and we kind of like bounce off each other as well. Yeah. Like, just say like he's cooking dinner, I'll be in there watching the kids or vice versa. And then if one of them, if one of us is putting like the little ones to bed, the other one's brushing the other teeth ready. Like it's just kind of, we just gel together like that and just, it all just works. And I think the main thing with that is because we've had a routine from like day one. Yeah, yeah. So we know what the next step is every, every part of the day, basically. So when your, your second set of terms of babies and then you had your, obviously your toddlers, what, how did you get out of the house? I want to break down step by step of how you would organize yourself. So, for example, if you had to get out the house, get to an appointment for 10, what yeah. time would you have to wake up to be able to even get to the appointment for 10? Well, probably, probably about six. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, definitely at least four hours. So by the time we've done like the whole morning routine and stuff and then got myself ready, like I'd, I'd take a lot of time to get ready. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I definitely, if it was like friends and stuff, I would always be running late, always. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if it was like a doctor's appointment or getting the girls to nursery or something like that, I'd be on time, but I would be an absolute sweaty mess. Because God, yes, <laughs> it took me a while. That like, literally, I'd doctor's appointment or hospital appointments. Nursery, it took me a while to get into my stride of it. I'd literally get there and be flustered. Yeah. And just a mess, and that's even with packing the bag beforehand. Yeah, it was like pack your bag in. I'm like, yeah, I packed the bag. I still, I'm still rushing. I still feel like I don't have enough time. Yeah, there was there was always something, something I forgot, or a child having a tantrum just before I'm about to walk out the walk out the door, or a poo bums change last minute every single time. (laughs) (laughs) But if you had to give any tips to new twin mums or multiple mums who might have a triplets what would your tips be of just how to handle what they're getting themselves into well I know I know a routine isn't for everyone but I definitely think having a routine from like early on helps you to cope and obviously it changes as well so you've got to be like open to it changing like not too rigid do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Because as they get as they like get older and they go through the different stages, like they need to like bring their nap forward a little bit. That's what I found with the girls is I was really rigid and I was like, no, my routine is not changing. You are sticking to this, but it evolves. Like mm-hmm. it has to evolve. So you gotta like just go with it. So that's definitely what I learned the second time round is that you have to have a routine, but it's gonna change at some point, whether that be next week or two months down the line or something. So you just gotta kind of like roll with it and just kind of like bounce off what they wanna do. And the other thing is to t- literally take any help given to you, anything. Yeah. Because again, first time round, I was really stubborn and I was like, no, I can do this myself. I can do this myself. And then second time round, I was like, please, everyone help me. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. Help me with everything you've got because, yeah. They always say, don't they, it takes a village and it takes two villages <laughs> to bring mm. up two kids at the same time. So, mm. yeah, definitely take all the help you can get. So how, as they're getting older, um, how are you finding like, their relationship between like them as siblings, how they're getting on? It just gets cuter. Yeah, it does. It's really weird. It's like, 
obviously as like the twin siblings as they grow older they're obviously getting closer and closer and closer because they're twins mm-hmm. but with the two with the, like the sets it's weird because the girls stick together so i've got three girls and one boy so the girls yeah. stick together but with rue they're really protective mm. so it's quite nice to kind of see that and they're really motherly as well. Like they're always like, if, if any of them like hurt themselves or not, not feeling very well or something like that, the older girls will be like, oh, come. They, they basically like, I know they're going to be really good babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only three years between them. But at the moment, like I can be like, can you just watch so-and-so while I just go do this? And they're like, yeah, okay. And I just know they're at the age now where if that, anything does go wrong or, you know, one of them's being naughty, they'll be like, mommy. So and so's doing this, so I can get on it straight away. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely changes and it? it it gets cuter, just like their little um Dead little like moments getting stronger and stronger. It's really cute actually. But, um yeah, it's nice. I think looking back, I thought we I thought that age gap that of like three and a half years was hard, but as I got older, I don't think I would have changed I don't think I'd change that now. Mm. It's quite a nice a nice age to be at for all of them. Hmm. How much attention do you get when you're out? Or do people not realise that they're two sets of twins? They probably don't. They probably wouldn't expect that. It's been pretty much constant up until... I don't know. I think because with Etty and Rue, because they're boy and girl, hmm. it's really strange. People don't think that boy-girl twins are real twins. <laughs> Honestly, if you speak to any twin mums that have got boy-girl twins, I bet you any money they've had the question, are they even real twins? Because they just yeah. don't they just don't see that as like being twins. But yeah, I think because they are boy and girl and as they've got older, you can obviously very like you, you can distinguish that they're boy and girl quite mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Um whereas when they're little they just you know people you can yeah. take them for anything, can't you? Yeah. Um but yeah now they're older we don't get as many questions but we get attention anyway because they're cute because mm-hmm. i was waving at people and they're going hello hello mm. but yeah it is it's funny when people click and they go they like double take and they go hang on have you got two sets of twins and i'm like yeah <laughs> if i had a pound for every time someone asked me i'd be bloody rich but yeah we've always had a lot of attention we've had like a load a load of questions as well like are they natural which I find really bizarre thing to ask people. Yeah, because I got I got that people. I just like, wow, you just going straight in there, and I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like you wouldn't ask anyone that had like a, a single child. Oh, it, were, were they conceived naturally? <laughs> so I don't understand why people find it okay to ask that. Like at the beginning, I was kind of like, that's a really weird question, but whatever. And now I just go would you ask someone that had one baby that question? And they just look at you like, uh, no, probably not. But yeah, we do get loads of questions. Quite a bit of attention. I couldn't, I couldn't do a Tesco shop with all four of them. I mean, all four of them on a Tesco shop is literally like a death sentence to me anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you, you couldn't get around there like, and do your shopping without being asked if you've got two sets of twins down every single aisle. For sure. So now that you've got your your four, do you want any more children? No, 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 no. I'm done. Greg's actually had the snip now. Okay, so, so you're definitely done. 
Yeah, I'm definitely done. Unless I can find some like really hot toy boy. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> done. Greg, and then have some more. No, yeah, I'm done. I'm 100% done. I knew it like literally as soon as I gave birth to Etty and Rue because they were, I had a natural birth with them. Okay. So, oh, so you yeah. had both. Yeah, so I've had both. So I've experienced both. And when, I, when anyone says to me now, like, oh, which way was the best way? I'm like, neither. They're all horrific. Mm. Don't, just don't do it. <laughs> but um yeah it's literally the second that etty was born second so literally the second that, that she was put on me i was like it's really weird it's like a sense of fulfillment like I, I said to greg about it and i was like it was just that moment i was like oh like that's it it's done and i feel really happy about it <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, beautiful yeah definitely no more however i have thought about donating my eggs Ah, so, if it does happen, then there could be some half of me's walking around. So, how did that conversation come up with your husband? Well, I kind of i I read about someone doing it, and I thought, well, and basically because because I release more eggs than a normal person, that's why I fell pregnant with twins twice. Mm-hmm. So because I'm like a hyper ovulator. I reckon they could get like quite a good harvest from me. (laughs) So (laughs) So you put it that way. Yeah, it it basically will come from my auntie. um, She was diagnosed with cancer and she, she was, she always wanted kids. She was only 35. She she passed away because it got to the point where they couldn't do anything else. Yeah. But she always wanted kids and she never met anyone. Hmm. And Basically, when she was diagnosed with cancer, she'd already saved up all the money to have like a sperm donor and oh, wow. go, go through everything. But because because of the cancer treatment, they said it's going to, you know, ruin the quality of your eggs. So hmm. you're going to have to do the treatment now before you start your chemo and everything. And yeah, so she's done it all like ready and she's like got her eggs like frozen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just thought... Do you know what? Like people that don't meet anyone or they can't have children, it would just be such like a nice thing to give to them, mm. right? And I just thought I'm, I don't need any more. So if I can do it and if they're healthy enough, then I, I might as well. Greg was pretty happy to go along with that. It's still obviously not been done yet, but I've got another two years. So I'm going to be 33, and he can only be up to 35. So I've got another oh, okay. two years to do it. Okay. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's amazing that's amazing because yeah infertility is is a subject that is being spoken about more openly mm. and the amazing thing with technology there's more options yeah definitely. but um yeah you still need an egg and you still need sperm so yeah and sometimes as we know it's the, the woman has issues of why she can't get pregnant and it's it's the ultimate gift i think it's amazing yeah definitely no, that's that's amazing. So now, so do you, you've been blogging and on Instagram you share quite, you know, a lot of your life with the twins. How long have you been doing that all together? I kind of was doing it like really loosely when the girls were younger. Like it, I didn't really, I find with like Instagram, you don't really notice how big it is until one day you go, oh, hang on. <laughs> There's like billions of people in a whole community that you can like connect with. And I didn't really do that until the girls were a couple of years old. And then I just started thinking a bit more seriously about it. And I just started noticing that people were making money out of it mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. So that's when I was like, do you know what? I'm at home. 
I haven't actually got like a decent career to go back to. So I'm going to try and make a thing of this. And then, yeah, I, I kind of like started growing my following then. And then when I found out I was pregnant with Betty and Rue, it just kind of like shot up, I guess, because people are quite intrigued. Mm. Like, you know, what it's like to have two sets of twins. So yeah, I, I was blogging a bit. I blog about some weird stuff, you know, like periods and all sorts. But Life. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of come to a bit of a slow recently. I just, I don't know. It's, it's gone a bit weird, I think. You feel like you're losing interest or the effort? Because one thing I obviously know I'm on Instagram, but I don't, I don't have a large following. But one thing you, I, I realised quite quickly is a lot more effort than people actually realise that it is. 100%. Yeah. Especially if you're like actively trying to take pictures of your children quite regularly. That is not an easy task. I know. There's a, I mean, I've, I'm guilty of photoshopping one child's face onto another photo because they weren't all looking in the right direction. <laughs> My God. I've done it on more than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It, like, I think the pressure kind of like got to me a little bit of like having to post every single day. Mm. And also, like, I don't always have anything, like, something interesting to say. Like, sometimes I just want to, like, you know, just wallow and just write a really, like, random caption. And people are like, what on earth are you on? Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, I kind of, like, I just, you know, you've probably seen yourself. There is, like, a lot of, like, game playing going on and stuff like that. And I just, I'm just not into that. So I've kind of taken a bit of a step back. But yeah, it was, it was like nice while it lasted, like the blogging. Well, I mean, the blog is still there. It's still active. I haven't actually written a blog post in months and months and months, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it won't, like one day I'll, I'll be really inspired by something totally random and just go on a rant about something yeah. and post it for the whole world to see. <laughs> so how, how have you found like sharing your life with, with, with your twins, um, on social media have you had any negative experiences or has it been all quite positive everything I've literally not had one negative comment at all I've never really got into like an argument you know like you know people just like slip into your dms and have a bit of a snide comment Mm. like I've never had anything like that the one person that commented something that I was like what was when I said I was I wouldn't let my dog on the sofa Oh, <laughs> it was the most random thing but she said that I was really nasty for not letting my dog get on the sofa and I was like okay but I think it's be- I think it's because I'm an open book like mm. I'm quite open to talking about topics that some people don't really want to talk about and yeah I just kind of say it how it is and I, I think people like that and they probably appreciate it a lot more than someone pretending to be someone that they're not. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I've never really had any issues at all. Yeah, no, none. I literally, I can't recall. And also, when you have four children running around, you post and you probably just put your phone down. You do probably scroll, I scroll a lot in the evening and probably in the morning. But during yeah. the day, even if I do a story, I do the story and I'm I, literally, I've got a child trying to jump off the sofa. So I do the story. Oh, I've got something to do. The phone goes down and yeah. you carry on with your day. So of mm. course I know if you've got one child, it can still be busy, but I definitely, like, I miss what's going on. So I find out everything afterwards. People are like, let me see this person post this or say this. I'm like, 
no. <laughs> One, I don't even know who you're talking about. Two, no, I didn't, I didn't see it. So yeah, it can yeah. be. But it's for, for me, I actually do enjoy majority of the time. I enjoy social media. We're in yeah. a quite heavy stage right now. Yeah, um, I was going to say that. And the yeah, as you said, I can you can kind of see the gameplay, and you can see he's performing. You can see mm-hmm. it's all of that. I don't like. Can you? What are you? What are your plans, like family? I know um, you're moving soon. Mm-hmm. So I know that's going to be like a big upheaval. I think you've mentioned on your stories that you've got to change children, got to change schools. Yeah, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. I think we're mm. going to find out more tomorrow, actually. But um, okay. yeah, because we're going to move into a house that is basically in like their policies and stuff, they've got to be a certain size for our size family. Yeah. And it doesn't meet that requirement Oh, um, at all. And it's also away from the area that we need to be. So okay. it's all really strange. So yeah, I was thinking that I'd have to put them in a school and then move them again as soon as we got the next house, mm-hmm. which could be anything like between like, I don't know, a month and six months of us actually being there. So we're going to mm-hmm. move like twice in a very short period of time. So I didn't want to have to put them into a school and then the little ones into a nursery and then have to move them again like a couple of months later. So it's going to be a bit of juggling, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to try and get them into the school in the area that we want to be at. Yeah. And I'd have to drive them every day, which is going to be so much fun because I also want to go and get a job. So I'm going to have to juggle school drop-off, nursery drop-off and get into work. Exciting, fun. (laughs) All in the the day's work from from Mother of Multiples. But I'm going to wrap it up there. I just want to say thank you for the interview and your time. I know we are still in lockdown, so... Majority of us are still at home more of the time. Yeah. But still, I appreciate your time and thank you. Oh, thanks for having me, Georgia. It's been much. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to the Oh Shit Twins podcast. You can find me, Georgia Martel, on Facebook and Instagram at Oh Shit Twins. New episodes will be dropping every Sunday. And please don't forget to like, share and subscribe. <laughs>